Hello and welcome to Splash Hits, the UK Giants podcast. Uh, my name is Ash Day uh, and today I'm joined by Dave Gibson, the creator of the Splash Hits podcast and at SFGiants underscore UK. I'm joined by Charlie Baldwin, the Bat Flips and Nerds Giants guest writer at Baseball Chaz and I'm joined by Ben as well, co-creator of the Splash Hits pods. I'm going to let the guys chirp in if you want to say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> and hello charlie hi everybody hope everyone's good today and hello ben hi ash how are you i'm very well thank you very well um so yeah we got together today for uh, a little something special for our listeners it's our prediction podcast um so should we just get right into it guys yeah let's go all right so we're going to predict the 26 man roster today um so I think I'm going to start off. I'm going to start things off. And I think the clear-cut guy that's going to start and he's going to make the roster for sure is going to be our number one catcher, Buster Posey. And I'm sure you guys had him on your list, but I just want to double-check. So let's go around the team and see what you've got to say. Uh, Yeah, he's a lock. (laughs) (laughs) I had him, definitely. Yeah, one of the easiest choices for the roster. So, yeah, 100% absolutely. Yeah, I think we can all tick him off our list. I was a little bit concerned reading lately about his hip stiffness, um, but it seems like a minor thing. He still seems on track. So uh, I don't think we've got any got any problems there. I think we can all tick him off our list. So I'll move on to number two swiftly. Um, I've got Kurt Casale as the backup catcher to Buster Posey. Have you guys got him on your list? Yeah, same. Yeah. Two again. Two for two. Yeah, and me as well. Perfect. So, yeah, with uh, Joey Barr and Chadwick Trump already put in the minor league camp, it's clear that Casale is going to be the backup, and I think we can all agree that's a very sensible decision. So, number three, I think, and now this is where we might differ as a team, I've gone for Brandon Belt at first base. And I know he got some health issues, but I still think he's going to make the roster by the end of the spring. We still have a bit, two and a week, two and a bit weeks to go to opening day. I think he's just going to do it. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I'm all in on Bell. He's coming, got back. Bell. He's coming back strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've actually said he won't make it, basically, Ash, just because... By the time he gets back into in-game action, um, which some of the beat riders are saying could be middle of this week kind of time, I don't think he'll get enough reps to be able to go on opening day. So I'm expecting them to do the classic phantom injury IL trip. So always heels acting up again, or he's not quite over the mono, which I know would have confused a lot of British fans, but is actually what we usually call glandular fever. I know it's from talking to people who've had it in the past, it is something that can linger as well. So again, that's also something to consider. So for those reasons, unfortunately, I think he will be on the IL for opening day. Okay. And Ben? And I agree with Charlie there. I didn't think he would make it. And I think one of the reasons he won't is because of the performance of uh, Vosla, or I think I'm pronouncing that right. And I think they liked Darren Ruff last year. And I think the only way they can get Ruff and Vosla both on the 26th man would be to put Belt on the IL to start, see which one of those two does well to start. Then when Belt's back and ready after 10 days or so, whoever's not performing will leave. That's my prediction. So we're split. Yeah, we, we are split down the middle as a team. I like that you say about Jason Vosla because... Uh, just spoiler alert for my list. He doesn't make my list, but it was this position where I toyed with him making the list with Belt maybe in some doubt for opening day. I think, as Ben and Charlie said, I think Vosler, if he makes the team, it's it's here. It, it, it's in this spot as, as a fill-in for Belt. Cool. So, yeah, we're split down the middle on Belt. So I'm going to move on to number four. I've got Donovan Solano as our second baseman. Yeah, agree. Yeah, Dave's got him. What about you, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I've got him as well, Ash. But I think the interesting thing for me, um, I know we're going to get onto him a bit later on, but I presume we've all got Tommy Lestella. So it'll be um, intriguing to see how they mix him in in terms of do they platoon second base? Does he platoon more of Longora, etc.? So I wouldn't be surprised to see Donovan Solano play a little bit less than he did in twenty twenty. 
Okay. Yep, Solano's on my roster as well. Perfect. Cool. So I'll move on to number five on my list. I think uh, another safe bet is Brandon Crawford as our shortstop. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's on my list. Yep. Yep, he's on mine as well. Full house. Yep. A consensus pick for all of us, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Crawford can bring this year, especially after 2020, where he uh, he seemed to raise his game a little bit. Even though it was a small season, I think we're all hoping to see a little bit more of that this year. So I'll move on to uh, to number six. I've got Evan Longoria as our primary third baseman. Um, do you have him on your list as well, Dave? Yeah, yeah, got him on the list. And Charlie? Yeah, he's a primary third baseman for me as well. Excellent. And Ben? I have him. I have quite high hopes for him this year. Yes, I, I do as well. And he's off to a hot start this spring. He's He's been really pounding the ball this spring. Uh, he's already got at least two or three home runs, I believe. I think he might even be leading the team in hitting overall. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're expecting big things from Longoria. Uh, so I'm going to move on to my seventh pick for the team. And Charlie already mentioned him. It's Tommy Lestella. Um, I haven't really got him down for a specific position. I think we're going to see him all across the infield. Um, I'll just want to check that he's on your list. Is Dave? Is, have you got him? Yeah, I've got Lestella. Same as you. I didn't. I've just got him down as infield. But... Yeah, <laughs> so me yeah, too. Could play anywhere. <laughs> they'll find ways to get him in when the uh, pitching's right. Yeah, try and fit him in wherever they can. I expect Charlie. Have you got uh, an idea on where we think Lestella will be? Oh, we may have lost Charlie very briefly. Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, you can hear us. <laughs> yeah, I can. Sorry, just lagging a little bit there, Ash. That's all uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I've got the stellar in uh, for me. Obviously, I said a bit earlier, I don't think Belt will be ready on opening day. So I think um, we'll see the stellar at first base. It'll be interesting to see how he does against lefties as well, because Farhan in the past has said he wants to see him get a lot more playing time than he's had previously. And he's primarily hit against righties. So if he can add that OPS that he has against righties onto lefties as well, um, we could be seeing the complete package and a very underrated player, in my opinion. Excellent. For housekeeping, yeah, I've got uh, Lestella as well. Perfect. So a four for four on Lestella. I, I think, yeah, we probably will see him platoon a little bit of Longoria. As we know, Longoria doesn't hit righties quite as well. So, yeah, Lestella would be perfect for there, definitely. Uh, I'll move on to number eight. I've got Wilma Flores, just generally in the infield. He's probably my biggest surprise of 2020. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty big Flores fan. He had the highest ISO of his career last year. Um, will it repeat? Will he be able to do it over a full season? We will see. Have you guys got Flores on your team? Yeah, I've got Flores. I'd just like to say now, I said before to Charlie, just before we went on, that I actually counted up and I had 27 players. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now we've been through them, I can see why I've got 27, because I had Belt and Bosser. Okay. Bosser's the extra man. He's the extra so I've man. I've got Estella, Flores and Vosler in their own little bracket. Yeah. So I've got Flores, and it would be Vosler that would just miss out, or Vosler, Vosler yeah. that would just miss out for me. Because Flores is back, fantastic. But the only thought I had was that we're not getting a DH this year. Mm. It would be a little bit harder to get him into the lineup, but he's got a great bat, so we want to get him in there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yep, I've got him as well. I think he's the kind of gamer player that Giants fans traditionally love. Going back to the World Series winning teams, he's not a massive name. You look at him and you don't think he could be a power guy, but he was last season. And as you said there, Ash, the ISO was out, out was anomalous to his regular numbers, but fingers crossed he can get somewhere close to it again and uh, keep on rolling. And yeah, I think he, he has found something, in all honesty. Flores is on my list, and I'm in agreement with Dave. I'm really interested to see how they'll fit him in. Him and Solano, defensively, not the best. And the DH last year really helped us, wanted that back again this year. I was always against the DH until I saw us play with it. Um, But, you know, if if they can fit him in, you know, I think he could easily hit 20-plus home runs. Yeah, I couldn't believe that it was Flores that led the Giants in home runs last year, like the most unlikely candidate, but he he did. And uh, yeah, of all the teams that the non-DH this year hurts, I think the Giants are hurt by it quite a lot. 
Um, so yeah, fingers crossed they can fit Flores in wherever possible. I'm going to move on to my number nine pick. Um, I've got Maurizio Dubon. I believe the commentators in, in San Francisco are now finalizing that that is how you pronounce his surname, Dubon. But yeah, I've got him as my primary outfielder for, for center field, but obviously he can back up Crawford as well. Um, he's shown very, very good plate uh, discipline this spring. So that's something we want to see uh, added to his game. If you can draw more walks, get on base more often. Uh, Dave, you got Dubon on your list? Yeah, I've got Dubon. Like you say, it's, it's a lot of walks in spring training, so that's great to see. Um, yeah, we're going to have to get a new uh, tag for when he hits the home runs. Yeah. Dubon ain't, ain't going to be right anymore, is it? <laughs> so, yeah, Dubon, yeah. He's uh, definitely on my list. Yeah, he's great. And he can play everywhere. <laughs> uh, yep, I've got him as well, Ash. But I'd like to see him more settled in one position, in all honesty. So I think some of the, shall we say, offensive inefficiencies had in the past has been down to they've not been exactly sure what to do with him. Are we going to play him at second base? Are we going to play him at shortstop? Are we going to play him everywhere? Or are we going to play him in centre field? So for me, I'd like to see him stick at centre field for most of the season. Obviously, Brandon Crawford might need days off or he might struggle slightly against lefties, in which case Dubon could see some shortstop as well. But I'd like to see him get, say, 450 at-bats in centre field at a minimum, 500. And uh, fingers crossed he can own it and, again, carry on with uh, what he's been doing in spring training. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to see him mostly in centre field this year. I think he was so good last year and the consistency in the field would be lovely. Uh, ben, have you, have you got him on your list? I have him and uh, I was a bit disappointed with him with the bat last year. So I expect more. I want to see him. I hope he, he does better and I hope if he, you know, if things don't go right for him, I think there's a real chance so that he might not be on the, the roster come the end of the season. But I think he'll be there day one. Yeah, it could be a make or break for him with the bat. I think he started off slow last year, but seems to make some adjustments as the year went on, um, became quite quite important. But yeah, it'll be a, a bit of a watch and see, for certainly. Um, so I'm going to move on to number 10. I've got uh, Yaz. I think it's an easy pick to pencil him in for right field. I think he'll spell certain other guys in centre field from time to time. Um, I'm sure you've all got Yaz on your list, or I'd hope so. How about you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Probably the easiest positional pick in the outfield, to be honest. To, uh, in in English Premier League terms, I think we'd um, use the phrase the first name on the team sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100% is there. Lovely. Okay, we're moving swiftly on. Uh, I've got as my number 11 man on the roster Alex Dickerson, uh, primarily in left field. Uh, not sure if we'll see him every day as a left fielder. Um, but I'd like to see him more often than not. How about you, Dave? Yeah, I've gone for Dickerson, left field, uh, platooning with maybe what is the next one to come up with Slater, but we'll see if you pick that. <laughs> we, will, we will see. Anticipation. Yes. <laughs> uh, yep, I've got him as well, Ash. Hopefully he can hit another 480-foot home run again. Um, if he did, I'd guess it would be at Coors Field, and also there's a fun thing. Fun thing of um, Dickerson versus the cutouts when he gets a bit bored as well. Yeah. yeah, he was not keen on those cutouts last year. Yeah, I think he'll be there. And if he starts in left field on opening day, I believe he'll be the first Giants to play consecutive uh, opening day games in left field since Barry Bonds, which is uh, quite a long time ago. That is insane. That, that That is quite a stat there. <laughs> but yeah, he's hoping we see a lot of Dickerson this year. And as I was saying to the guys just before the pod, I've just chosen for my fantasy team. So I'd really like to see him more often than not and hitting home runs. Uh, so yeah, moving on to number 12. Uh, Dave alluded to this chap. I've gone for Austin Slater as my number 12 man. Have you got him? So yeah, yeah, I've got Slater. Excellent. Yeah, he's healthy. So yeah, all good. Yeah. Uh, yep, I've got him as well. Um, I think the question with Slater Rash is how exactly is he going to slot in? Uh, mm. As we know, last season he did he did DH for quite a few games as well, and we and the outfield is probably the strongest part of the team in terms of positional players and offense as well. Um, and I really like his upside. I honestly think he could be the second best outfielder all round behind Yastrzemski if he can stay healthy. Excellent. I've got Slater, and I've. Got a lot of hope in him this year. I've, you know, I think this is going to be his year. 
Yeah, there are high hopes for Slater. He seems to, uh, he does a lot of things right. We just need to see a bit more of him for as far as health goes. But hey, this could be the year. Uh, so moving on to number 13, um, my last position player actually on my list, I've gone for Darren Ruff. Um, I think he's the power bat that the the Giants want off the bench. There was a lot. There was a few other position players I, I was toying with here. So it'll be interesting to see if you guys have got Ruff as well. Um, if I go to you first, Dave, have you got Ruff on your team? Yeah, I've got Ruff. We are full set, me and you together. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, see Charlie? What see what the splitters say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got Darren Ruff as well, Ash. I think the interesting thing about Darren Ruff is uh, um, the platoon with Alex Dixon was probably the most successful platoon on the team last year, I would say. But what happens when Hewitt Ramos is eventually ready? Um, unfortunately for the Darren Ruff fans out there, I think he is probably the most expendable outfielder because he does have power, but he's strictly a platoon player and that gives him trade value. Yeah. I agree. I, I could see him being a trade piece should the Giants not perform very well. Uh, fingers crossed that won't be the case, but it, it, you never know it could be. How about you, Ben? Have you got Ruff on your team? I thought about not having him for a while. Yeah. After Dugger's early performances in spring, he had a nice couple of nice home runs. He's a great outfielder. But I think with the fact that they've got Maurizio Dubon, who can also play in the outfield, I think Dugger's going to miss out, and I think Ruff will get him. Yeah, I, I also toyed with leaving Ruff off my list, which is why he was he was kind of last. But that platoon in left field was very effective last year. I think he has just enough. And I think the Giants do really enjoy what they see from Ruff. Um, fingers crossed we, we get to see a lot of him this year uh, performing well. He's so, a diamond in the rough. Well, done, well <laughs> said, well said. <laughs> um, so just before we move on to the rotation, which is my next set of lists, did you guys have any more position players that I have left out? Yeah, I had Jason. Sorry, sorry, Ash. Yep, I had Jason no. Vossler for Brandon Bell. Um, yep. he's he's really been impressive in spring training. He does a lot of what Farhan looks for in the player. He gets on base. He walks. Doesn't strike out too much. He can play first base, second base, third base. He's even been tried in left field, which to me says they are really keen to find a way to get him in. And key thing here is, is he does have a major league deal as well. Yeah, I remember when the the Giants signed him and I was kind of taken aback a little bit that they'd offered him a major league contract given he's not yet made his major league debut. But that's uh, the show of faith the Giants have in Vosler. So, uh, yeah, I I felt very bad leaving him off my list, but I'm glad we brought up the case that if Belt doesn't make it, we all seem to be very keen on Vosler being that guy to, to take Belt's spot should he not be able to make the opening day roster. Okay, perfect. Well, we've got the uh, position players all set. Let's move on to the pitchers. I'm going to start with the rotation, and I've got Kevin Gaussman penciled in as my number one pitcher for the rotation. How about you guys? Yeah, no doubt about it. He's number one and should be opening day pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Gaussman in as well. Easily the first choice to be the ace of the staff, as he was proven last season. I know some people say short sample size, but you look at his stuff, you look at the stats he put up, especially the 3.06 FIP, because I know some people look at the ERA and go 3.62. It's not that great, but he also had great strikeout to walk ratio as well. So I think he is an ace, although the ERA doesn't say so. It's one of those things where you have to look beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be there, and I'm looking forward to look, uh, watching him on opening day. Excellent. Yeah, fingers crossed they announce him to be the uh, opening day starter soon, but it feels like uh, feels like just a matter of time at this point. Uh, so moving on to my number two pitcher, I've got Johnny Cueto. How about you, Dave? Yeah, Johnny Cueto. Looking forward to seeing the shimmy. Looking yes. Looking forward to throwing off the timing of the batter. And stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it's always fun when he pitches. Always, yeah. Uh, yeah. Quite, it was great fun for me. Yeah, perfect. How about you, Charlie? Yeah, I've got him as well, Ash. Um, I'm hoping he can at least be an innings eating pitcher this season. I'm not too sure about his velocity and command, unfortunately, but I'm trying to be optimistic and say hopefully he can at least be a number three type pitcher who goes five or six innings and keeps us in the game more often than not. Yeah, perfect. That'd be nice to see. How about you, Ben? Yeah, big fan of Quater. He's on my list. Perfect. Yeah, I think uh, what we'd love to see from Cueto more than anything would be innings this year. Let's see if we can get him through a whole season healthy. 
for sure. So uh, my number three pitcher, my number 16th player overall, is uh, Anthony DiSclefani, one of the new guys. He's uh, he's had a pretty good spring so far. Has he impressed you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, exactly the same order. DiSclefani, number three for me. Wonderful. Yep. Uh, yep, I've got him as well, Ash, but I've got him down in the number five spot at the moment. Okay. But okay. I do... But I do, I do really like his upside, and I think out of the pitchers that could break out this year, um, now I think he's definitely one to watch. Uh, some of the beat writers already started the is he the next Kevin Gaussman type of comparison as well. Yes, could well be. Could well be the next uh, rejuvenation project in San Francisco this year. How about you, Ben? Have you got Di Sclafani on your list? I have him, and I definitely agree with Charlie there. I think uh, he's by upside, if he can stay fit, he'll eat innings for us every fifth day. And, um, yeah, he's my number three star. Excellent. Cool. So moving on to my number four guy in the rotation and my number 17th player overall, I have Alex Wood. But we must uh, have a disclaimer here. that Alex Wood has just recently undergone a what's called a minor procedure. I think it was something about a nerve in his back being burned off, which sounds absolutely savage. They're saying he'll be ready for opening day. I would say here, I've got him on my list. I want to hear if you guys have got him too. And then I'll wrap up at the end who could possibly the pers- be the person I think might fill in for him. Should he not make it? Let's see, Dave, have you got Alex Wood? Yeah, I've got him on my list. Um, yeah, I have got him circled with a potential. Who we, I think we all know who we're going to say is. I on the think we might match up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he is on there if he's healthy and ready to go. Unfortunately, I've got him on the IL to start with Ash. I just don't think he'll get the innings in place in time that the Giants would want him to have. So similar to Bell, I think they'll say, yeah, he's not quite ready yet. Possibly another IL stint just so he can go to alternate camp, get some innings in and then uh, be ready to go after that. But ideally, I hope he is ready to go because being the only left in rotation without him, it does kind of give us a give us a hole there that's not easily filled. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. How about you, Ben? I'm in agreement again with Charlie. I don't think he'll make the opening day roster. And I think it will partly be not because of the injury, but the way Farhan likes to jiggle the roster. I could easily see him adding an extra reliever. Uh, so the first four starts, he's got somebody else there. And then when there's an opportunity for the fifth start, he'll send a reliever down and maybe have someone like Scott Kazmir, who's on the, uh, who's still available. Someone like that up for just for one or two starts, see if they can prove themselves before uh, would fit and healthy to come back 100%. Yeah, that's that's a good point, actually. The the juggling the early season roster with the off days and the, and the funny schedule in the beginning could see players make our, make the team that aren't on our list, someone like a Kazmir. Um, I have, if, if Wood doesn't make the team, I have Logan Webb, um, who's off to a very good start this spring, um, has flashed his talent before. A few times last year, still has a lot to prove, but I think we'd like to see a bit of Logan Webb. Did you guys have Logan Webb on your team as well, Dave? Yeah, Logan Webb was the guy I had there, ready to go. Um, yeah, like you say, he looks good. He showed promise last year. He, you know, it wasn't a perfect year, it wasn't. But when he had a starter, he pitched very well when he came in after he had an opener. So starter, I had an opener. And then he came in yeah. and played very well. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see him at some point. Uh, yeah, I've got him in, Ash. I've actually got him in as my number three starter just because he's just been having that great a spring training. And I think he's definitely right. opened eyes. If you look at the comments that like Kapler and Farhan have both made about how he's done everything they've basically asked him to do. He's thrown the change-up more and the change-up looks much more improved as well. And he's finding his arm slot earlier and he's not really lost at this spring training, which was a big problem for him last year from what I saw. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be doing the right things. Have you got Webb on your list, Ben? I've got him, and I think he'll be there 100% no matter what happens with Wood or any of the other starters. I think, like everyone said, he's done very well this spring. The Giants, you know, he's homegrown. They like him. They've got high hopes. 
Excellent. So we're kind of uh, we we were all mentioning Webb. Me and Dave are a bit on the fence whether he'll make the opening day roster, but Charlie and Ben are, are liking what they see. Uh, so moving on to the last spot in the rotation, my um, 18th player overall, I have Aaron Sanchez. Uh, the free agent signing. He's been limited to sim games mostly so far this spring. Um, and he's finally starting to see a bit more action now. Um, maybe we need to kick the tires on him a little bit more over the next couple of weeks just to see if he will be good enough to make opening day. But I, I like what I, I think the Giants, they see something in Sanchez and I think they'll want him on the roster as soon as possible. Um, but we, we will see. I've got him on my list. Have you got him, Dave? Yeah, I've got Sanchez. He's a player with some experience, so you can sort of see what he can do. And I think he'll fit in there. Yeah, nice. Cool. And Charlie, have you got Sanchez? Yeah, I've got him in the number four slot, Ash. Uh, Basically, I think with him, it'll be a case of if he can give us, say, three or four innings first start out, great. And they'll just go to someone. I don't want to give away who I've like got in my bullpen, but basically a long relief option after that. So I think they they do want okay. him to make it as much as possible. And I think a key point for Aaron Sanchez is here. He has actually had a year of recovery from his shoulder operation as well. So I'm on the optimistic side of what he'll be able to give us off this season. It's not kind of a case of where he's literally just had the operation a few months ago and he's still recovering. I think he's on a on a good track. Excellent. Okay. And Ben, have you got Sanchez in your list? I have Sanchez. I was really excited when I saw that we signed him. Because I remember the year, two or three years back for Toronto, where he was lights out, absolutely amazing, one of the five best pitchers in the American League. Sort of had a look at his stats, realised since then he's had injuries, not been as good. So I understood why we were able to get him on the deal he was, because I was a little bit confused at first. Uh, hadn't been keeping tabs on him the last couple of years. There's so many players to look at in the major leagues. But yeah, you know, if he can stay fit, he'll be a really good player for us this year. Yeah, I think the point you made about him being so good, one of the top pitchers in the game, I think, I believe he was an all-star for the Blue Jays as recently as 2016, and then kind of dropped off the map a bit. So it's exciting he's popped back up on our radar with the Giants. Um, But yeah, hopefully we see a bit more of Sanchez. So before I move on, guys, I just want to double check, raise your hand if uh, if any of you were going with a six-man rotation to start the season. Uh, Speak now or forever hold your peace. Nothing from the guys about a six-man rotation, so that's good. Uh, We will move swiftly on then. Um, I believe we're all tackling the bullpen now. Um, I will go with my 19th pick for the 26-man roster. I've got Tyler Rogers making the bullpen. How about you guys? Yeah, Tyler Rogers. The the thing with the bullpen is there's so many players that are a similar level. I think you're more looking at how Farhan's going to juggle. Yeah. Who's... uh, got options, who needs to stay on, who can go on the IL. Um, yeah, so <laughs> relief pitcher, I think you could pick between probably 20 different players and pick some out there, but yeah, yeah. you've got uh, this, Rogers, yeah, for sure. This could be where our list starts to vary, but uh, I'm interested to see if Charlie's got Rogers on his list. I haven't got Rogers Ash, but I oh. do like him though. Um, okay. Basically, the only reason he's not on my Uh, roster is just because he has options left so I think he's somebody who will end up in Sacramento but then end up back up again at some point in the season but um, I think a key point to make here is last season in his last eight appearances he wasn't actually scored upon because I know there are some fans on there who see him like allow a lot of guys get on base but it doesn't mean that a lot of them are necessarily necessarily scoring sorry I know it's not ideal it's kind of a more of a bend and not break approach but he is getting the job done. Yeah, yeah, he's got that funny, funny sidewinder motion as well. Uh, ben, does Tyler Rogers make your list? Yeah, he does. I have him. Okay, so we're three for four on Tyler Rogers. Um, what I'll do is I'll go through my list. I'm sure we'll mention nearly every possible arm in the bullpen, but at the end we'll just double check we've missed anybody out. So uh, number twenty on my list, I have Harlan Garcia. Uh, Dave, do you have Mister Garcia on your list? Yep, Garcia's in this block of pitches somewhere. Yep. <laughs> he is there. Amongst the names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, he's in for me as well, Ash. He's probably one of the new core four, I would say, if there is such a thing now. 
brilliant. And Ben, do, do you have Gar- Garcia as well? Yeah, I've got Garcia. Cool. Okay. So uh, moving on, I've got at number 21, Jake McGee. I'm uh, interested to see if you guys have all penciled in McGee on your team. Dave, should we see if he's on your list? Uh, yeah, he's on my list, yeah. He was number three on my list. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, he's on my list as well, Ash. I think he's going to be co-closer. I won't say who the other closer will be just yet. Well, I'm sure we'll come to him soon. Uh, ben, did you uh, do you have McGee on your list? I have him. I think he's probably the only uh, pitcher in the bullpen that will 100% be there on opening day. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I think there's some faith there with McGee. And as Charlie said, I think uh, we can expect to see him pitching some high leverage innings, possibly as a co-closer. Um, I've, I also have him on my fantasy team, so I'd be quite happy if Gabe Kaplan makes him full-time closer. But uh, Gabe, if you're listening, don't let me influence you. <laughs> Uh, so moving on, uh, number 22, I have uh, Jose Alvarez, recent pickup, uh, added to the bullpen. Do you guys have Alvarez on your list? I'm interested to see. Should we start with you, Dave? Yeah, I have Alvarez. Uh, he was a bit further down, but um, I think that's more for me, not because really, he's uh, pretty new. So <laughs> Yeah, he, wasn't the he is quite new. Head, but yeah, he's on there, yeah. He sneaks onto your list. How about you, Charlie? Uh, yep, he's on for me, for me Ash. Uh, he's, he's got the MLB experience as well. He's had success in the past on his previous teams, and I believe he's got no options left as well. So all those reasons together, he makes it for me. Yep, yep, fair enough. How about you, Ben? Full house again. I've got him. Perfect. We're four for four on Alvarez. Uh, so moving on, I've got my, so my 23rd guy on the roster. I've got Matt Whistler. Um, I've really liked what I've seen so far from him. I've liked what I've seen from him in the past. I think he's going to be a very effective piece for the Giants' pen. How about you, Dave? Yeah, Whistler was actually uh, the first one on my list. Because Rogers, well, it's more it's more a block, I'm sure. It's more a block. But yeah. Uh, the first one I wrote down was Whistler, like you say. I've liked what I've seen, and uh, I think it'd be good. Definitely. Yeah, perfect. How about you, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I've got him as well, Ash. I think he's going to be one of the high-leverage righties, just going by how high uh, Farhan seems to be on him when he's signed him as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, how about you, Ben? Yeah, good picture. I like the look of him. Uh, he's on my list. Perfect. Yeah, so we're four for four on Whistler. Um, so on to number twenty-four. Um, I have Reyes Moranta uh, making my team. Um, there have been some questions about health and, and is his velocity back. But from as far as I've seen this spring, it's so far so good for Moranta. Um, I think we'll, we'll get a better picture of in the next couple of weeks if he's definitely nailed on to make the make the team. But I'm pretty confident. So I've got him at 24 on my list. Do you have him, Dave? Yeah, I've got Moranta. Um his, his average was 94, I think they said, but he was still peaking at 98, 99. So, you know, I think he's going to be good and come back strong. Yeah. Very, Reyes, very promising. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Charlie? Yeah. Um, as I said a minute ago, Ash, like, um, I, for me, Jake McGee's part of the co-closer kind of semi-committee thing they'll have going on. Uh, for me, the other side of that will be Reyes Moronta. I'm looking forward to see more, seeing more of the Reyes Moronta experience. Okay, cool. So some higher leverage stuff from Moranta. Uh, how about you, Ben? Did you make your list? I do have him, although I wouldn't be surprised if he's not there because I do believe he does have options um, with the health issues and Farhan, who knows what he's going to do. But yeah, I put him on my list anyway. He makes the 26. So yeah, we're four for four on Moranta, but there are still some question marks possibly over him. Um, so we're down to the last two picks. Um, I've got from at number twenty-five. I've got Sam Selman making the bullpen. How about you, Dave? Is he on your list? No, he's not on my list. Oh, okay, we don't match he's up. One of the ones. He's he's there. And he's there. Yeah. But like I say, when you look at the different options you've got, you know, he could be there. He could not. <laughs> I'm just throwing names that. <laughs> who have you got instead that i haven't mentioned uh i've got tropiana okay is that how you pronounce it? 
<laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I think we may as well with these last couple because there's going to be a bunch of names we're all going to throw around. If we uh, we can probably co-share on this one, so I've got Tropiano as my 26th pick. Um, so yeah, we we match up there. Um, how about you, Charlie? Have you got Selman or Tropiano on your list? Um, I've got Tropiano Ash. Uh, the reasons for this are I think they'll be really conservative with the rotation. So I've actually gone with two long relief options in in the bullpen I've put together here. And unfortunately for Selman, it's an issue of, again, options and just the Giants have got a great depth of lefties this spring. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, uh, yeah, excellent. Uh, how about you, Ben? Do you have either Sam Selman or Nick Tropiano as any of your final two spots? And if not, who do you have? I have both of them. They were my final two spots. Oh. So uh, we were thinking about it. We're on the same page. So that's... So 26, I believe, we probably all mentioned 26 guys. Do we want to have a brief discussion about anybody we've left off? It's probably these bullpen guys. I've got Silvino Bracho and Dominic Leone, who are both not on the 40-man roster at the moment, but have impressed this spring and could add veteran presence to the bullpen. Did either of you guys consider those two? Um, Ash, I hadn't actually finished my roster just yet. Um, I actually had... Bracco oh, you've got an as, empty space. Yeah, so I actually had Bracco as my last pick. Um, it was between him and Dominic Leone, basically. I think you could pretty much okay. toss a coin between the two. But the only reason I went for him is because he's more of a change-up pitcher, and I think that might be what clinches it because we've already got a whole bunch of fastball slider pitchers. And I think I did have another extra roster spot left after that, so I've just gone with Shun Yamaguchi just for the second long, long release spot. Okay, cool. I, it's just as well I mentioned Bracho then. He, he ticks your list. Uh, but I haven't seen Yamaguchi mentioned in many people's predictions. I did really like the signing. Um, I would like to see more of him. So fingers crossed we do see him on the roster. Uh, ben or Dave, did you have him included on your list or, or even in your consideration pile? Uh well, yeah, the, he was in the consideration pile, but yeah, yeah, I didn't go with him in the end. But I, I wasn't sure about where he was, like, if they didn't put him on the team, you know, where he would sit, you know. He, he was on my list <laughs> for a while, but then I, I didn't think about it for too long because it's just so many names. I went with the guys I thought were most likely to be there. He, he'd an outside shot, but... Don't know that much about him, just like a lot of these guys on that list. I don't know a lot about him. Yeah, it is difficult when you get down to the back end of the bullpen. There, there are a lot of names, a lot of, a lot of possibilities. But uh, it seems like we've agreed as a group on most of the twenty-six guys. So, yeah, let's see uh, how the Giants put it together over the next week or two, and uh, we'll see how right we were. Um, perfect. Well, we're just going to take a little break and we'll move on to our next section of our predictions. Um, and we'll be back with our yearly predictions for the Giants. Okay, welcome back to Splash Hits. This is the part of the show we are going to talk about our predictions for specific categories on the Giants. We're going to talk about who we predict against going to hit the most home runs, stolen bases, highest war, most innings pitched, most strikeouts, uh, who we think the team MVP is going to be, who's the team rookie of the year going to be, who's going to hit the longest home run, where the Giants are going to finish, and who we think the World Series champions are going to be. Uh, we will not throw tomatoes and cabbage at the person who says the Dodgers, but you know we've just been warning you here before we start. Um, so I'm going to start on the first category. I can't guarantee I'm not going to throw stuff at you. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay quiet on Dodgers. Dodgers predictions. <laughs> I'm going to start then. I'm going to start with uh, who's going to hit the most home runs on the Giants this year. Um, my pick is Mike Yastrzemski. How about you guys? Uh, yeah, I've gone for comeback Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt, okay. Yeah, it's coming back strong. <laughs> Confident on the belt. How about you, Charlie? I've gone for Mike Yastrzemski as well, but Brooks has gone for Alex Dickerson, interestingly. Oh, interesting. So Brooks, who joined us for our last episode, uh, he's gone for Dickerson, who has uh, he's got some power in that bat. How about you, Ben? Who have you gone for for most home runs this year? I've gone for Yastrzemski. 
uh, I think there's going to be a lot of platooning of other players, so I don't think they'll get the chance to catch him. Yeah, that factored into my thinking with Yaz. I'm thinking Yaz is going to be every day. Lots of chances. Cool. Okay, so three of us for Yaz, one for Belt, and one for Dickerson. Uh, who's going to steal the most bases? I've gone for Austin Slater. How about you guys? Anybody else got Slater? Yeah, I went for Slater, and I was a bit like, injury-wise, is he going to be there if not? So, yeah, in the end, I did say, yeah, I'm going to go with Slater. Uh, me and Brooks have actually both gone for Maurizio Dubon. Um, I was going to go for Slater, but because of platoons and potential injuries, unfortunately, I just don't think he'll play quite enough to uh, lead the team. I've gone for Slater, as I said in the uh, first part of the show. I think this is going to be his year. I think he'll work his way into the team to be an everyday player this year. I've got high hopes for him. I think he'll be our leader in stolen base. Yeah, I, I kind of feel in the same thing, Ben. I especially think Slater had eight last year in just 31 games. And I probably can't see the Giants running a lot, but he seemed to have some free a free pass to steal at will. So we will see. But Charlie and Brooks going over to Bones, a good shout. Uh, so moving, moving on, I've got for the guy on the Giants with the highest war at the end of the season. I've gone for Yaz again. How about you, Dave? I've gone... I was thinking, yes, but I've gone for another comeback for Buster Posey. Posey, Posey highest war. So has, I like it. Obviously, his war has come down gradually since 2012, you know, from like 10 and then between 6 and 8. And then he was injured 2017, but he's had a year off. He's going to come back and be uh, monumental. Uh yeah, Ash, I've gone for Mike Ostremski. I think he's just a safe bet. He had he was on pace for seven war last season, which is ridiculous MVP level. Uh, Picota yeah. actually predicts 4.3, which is, even if he does that, it's still all-star level. Um, interestingly, Brooks has gone for Wilma Flores. Wow, I like that. That's a that's a off-the-cuff pick from Brooks, yeah. As a, as a Flores fan, I'm, I'm enjoying that one. How about you, Ben? Who have you got for highest war? I've got Yastrzemski. Um, not the biggest fan of War as a stat. In looking at hitters, I tend to look at WRC+. Plus. Um, but yeah, for War, I think it's going to be Yastrzemski. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so, uh, most innings pitched, I'm going for Kevin Gaussman. The Giants rotation is spotty with its injury history anyway. Uh, so trying to figure this one out was a bit of a challenge, but I'm predicting Gaussman to lead the team in innings pitched. Yeah, I suspect the pattern going to go for the next two rounds, but yeah, Gaussman for me too. Yeah, make it four out of four so far. Both me and Brooks have gone for Gaussman for innings pitched as well. It's all on you, Ben. Uh, I've gone different. I am going to be a little bit doom and gloom. Probably say he's going to pick up a couple of injuries, um, so I won't be able to be there to do the, all the innings. So I've gone for someone who I think won't get injured, but has had a history of getting injured. He's Stefani. Excellent. Yeah, I, I mean, this was a funny one. I think you're you're right to maybe be on the uh, cautious side of Gaussman, but Di Stefani is a good shout. I'd be hoping to see a lot of innings from him this year. Uh, so I have chosen for the most strikeouts for the Giants. I've gone for Gaussman again. He had 79 in 59 and two-thirds innings last year, which is crazy. So I want to see more strikeouts from Gaussman, and he's my prediction to lead the team in strikeouts. Yeah, same for me, Ash. Um, he's gonna, gonna pick, if he pitches the most innings pitched, then uh, I suspect he'll have most strikeouts too. Yeah. Uh, yep, again, both me and Brooks have gone for Kevin Gaussman. And, yeah, just for the amount of innings he'll pitch and his very healthy strikeout to walk ratio last season, yeah, I think he's definitely the favourite for that category. Uh, yeah, even though I said I think he'll probably end up getting injured, I still think he'll lead the team in strikeouts. We have a five for five then on Gaussman, first one. Excellent. So moving on, uh, who's going to be the Giants MVP this season? I have predicted it's Yastrzemski again. Uh, I'm a big Yastrzemski fan, clearly. I just think he's the total package. I think he will be the team MVP this year. 
Uh, yeah, I've gone for Yaz. <laughs> when I first went through the list, you could have sort of put Yaz nearly in every category, and I thought, no, I'm going to want yep. to spread my players out. So trying lots of different <laughs> ones, lots of keep it interesting. And but for MVP, I've gone for Yaz. Yeah, I've gone for Yaz as well. Um, he's defensively solid, uh, which I think kind of gets forgotten in term when like you look at his offense because that's what he's mostly known for. So uh, when you combine it all together, he is the best player on the team for me. Um, and Brooks has gone for Wilma Flores. Brooks is loving Flores. Okay. <laughs> I like it. How about you, Ben? Brooks is loving Flores and I'm loving Slater. I've picked him up this podcast. Uh, I said, I think he'll lead in stolen bases. I think he'll have a breakout year. And I think he'll be the team MVP. Yastrzemski is the best player on the team, no doubt. But I think this will be Slater's year. So Ben is starting the official British chapter of the Austin Slater fan club. Uh, that will be coming soon, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on, we are picking the Giants rookie of the year now. Um, I've gone for Elliot Ramos. Um, he might come up late. He might not come up till post All-Star break, but I think he's going to make such a splash when he comes up. I think Mr. Ramos is going to be our rookie of the year on the Giants. I'll be interested to see what you guys have got for this one. Yeah, you can probably guess from our last episode that I've gone for Ramos. <laughs> can't, wait to see. can't wait for that guy to come up, and I can't wait to see him. Be great. Can't wait. I thought I was being sneak with this one, but then Brooks had the same choice as well. Uh, Jason Vossler, because he's got all the tools that give him the chance to be the like the uh, debut breakout rookie of the year for this team. He gets on base, doesn't strike out too much. In his past AAA seasons, he's hit 20 home runs over the past three years, I think, as well. Uh, and he has the positional flexibility to play quite often as well. I've gone for Gregory Santos. Uh, relief pitcher. He, I think he might just be outside the top 100 um, top prospects in baseball. I think they'll fast track him. They like to fast track relief pitchers compared to other uh, players. And I think he'll probably come up mid year, mid season and impress. And I just think he'll be there longer than Ramos uh, to an um, our of the year. Yeah, yeah, I like that choice. Gregory Santos could be maybe uh, the Giants version of the Brewers' Devin Williams. You never know, could come up and just make a massive splash as a rookie reliever. I also love what Charlie and Brooks are going with Vosler. Maybe Vosler could be the next Yaz, the eternal minor leaguer who just comes up and is so productive. So we've got some interesting rookies for the Giants this year. Uh, so moving on to the next category, um, longest home run of the season by a Giant. I've gone for Alex Dickerson. Let's see if you guys following my lead how about you dave yeah i thought having the guy with the longest home run still on the <laughs> team would be a bit bit rude not to i mean that was a, a little bit behind the number two on the list but that was 2015 so yeah i've gone for dickerson to hit the longest of the season Yeah, I agree. I've gone with Alex Dickerson as well. Intriguingly, Brooks has gone with Joey Barr, which is understandable because he is meant to have pretty good power potential. So, um, yeah. yeah, I can see why that could happen. Yeah, I can I see that. I was certain you were going to say Flores. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full house between us four. I've got Dickerson. It'll probably be a course field. Yeah. I hope so. hope so. So, guys, where do we think the Giants are going to finish in the division this year? I've gone for third. I've gone for third place. Right. I figured everyone's probably going to go third. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get that extra date, I'm going second. Uh, yeah, me and Brooks have both gone third as well. I think we're safely the third best team in the division. Arizona haven't really done much this off-season. They traded Starling Marte last season. Out of their prospects that are coming up, they're not quite ready to come up yet. Although Dalton Varsho could be a guy to look out for who could be their rookie of the uh, uh, this coming season. I've gone for us in third. I think Arizona might push us hard for that spot. But, but yeah, I, yeah, a bit of optimism. 
Excellent. So we're all thinking third place, except for Dave, who is thinking second. At the end of the season, if we prove to beat one of the Dodgers or the Padres, Dave's going to look like a genius. And I'm going to make sure Dave's putting in my lottery ticket in the future. But uh, we will have to wait and see in October where we get to on that one. So the last... (laughs) (laughs) That's very optimistic. I like it. Sorry, guys. Forgot to say Brooks has the Giants in third as well. Good, excellent. We're, we're mostly third, except for Dave, who's Mr. Positive. But I like it. That's what we've got to see. Uh, so, yeah, last last prediction. Who do we think is going to win the World Series? And does Dave have the Giants as this one? I'll be interested to see. Well, I did write Giants, as you can see, but... Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be laughed at off the scene. I've actually gone for the White Sox. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, I think... For the AL Central, they look pretty strong. And I know the Twins are probably their biggest uh, competitors there. But, yeah, I thought, mm. I'm not going to say Dodgers. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> too painful. It. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I agree with Dave there, Ash. For me, the, uh, the White Sox are the strongest team in the AL. Uh, the Yankees have got too many injury risks in their rotation for me. I don't think they'll all be playing enough in the season for them to go deep into playoffs. I think they'll get there, but I think once they run into the White Sox, that'll be it. Uh, The Rays, I can't see them coming back. I think they've just had to change too many things around this season, so it's more of a season of transition. Uh, I think as long as the White Sox get past the Twins, um, I can't say anyone else will really stop them. For me, the AL West just isn't that strong this season either. And uh, Brooks has gone for the Twins on this one, just to let you all know. Okay, so it's all AL Central so far. How about you, Ben? Tough one. I had White Sox, I had Yankees, Dodgers, Padres. But I think it might be a little bit of an upset this year, and I'm going to go for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, They've got Nolan Arenado, uh, Jack Flaherty, the ace of their stuff. I'm a huge fan of his. I think they'll upset either the Dodgers or the Padres when they get to meet them in the uh, NL Division Championship Series. So I've gone for the Cardinals. Yeah, I like the Cardinals. They could be a sneaky, sneaky World Series pick this year. Um, My pick, I went with the Yankees. I think their lineup is pretty stacked. I think they'll splash the cash mid-year to upgrade their pitching. It seems to be the only area they need to address, and I think they will. I think they'll go all in. So, yeah, sadly, I I picked the Yankees as as my team to win the World Series. So yeah, that's our uh, that's our predictions for the year for the Giants and for the the World Series champs. Uh, we're going to come back in an episode at the end of the year to see how we all did, and um, will some of us prove to be very powerful psychics, or will some of us prove to be very silly? We will see. Okay, so I've got a bonus question for you all, and I was just wondering here, what chance do you all think the Giants have of making the playoffs in a percentage term this season? So, for, for instance, Fangrass have got the Giants at about 75 to 8%. I think it's a... I think it's a long shot. Well, it's not impossible. I'd say about 10%, because if you look at the Padres, I think the depth's not quite there in the starting pitching rotation. Dinelton Lamette's likely to miss the start of the season, which will put a big hole right at the top of the rotation. Mackenzie Gore, all right, he's the top prospect in baseball, but he's unproven at the MLB level. The relief pitching, they've only got two lefties in the in the bullpen. So I think once they play the Dodgers and Giants, that could be a problem for them when we use our platoon lineups for them. And the other wildcard pick I've got is the Mets. And as we know, the Mets and never do anything easily. So I, th- I think there is a situation there where, they, where one of them could fall apart and come down to, say, 86, 85 wins, which would put them right within reach, reach of the Giants for a wildcard spot. So I'm saying 10% on that one. So I'll go to... Dave, and then Ben, and then Ash. So, yeah, what are your thoughts, Dave? Well, as you know, I'm not a starter. I've never thought about it in percentages. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seeing as I've put in the number two, I've got to say uh, 100%. They're definitely making the playoffs, aren't they? But uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think if the Giants aim around five, get 500 this year, I'm, I'm confident they can do it and just nudge above it. And Nick got number two spot off the pesky Padres. 
I've got us as a 500 team, probably no more this year. So and what was that make us 15% chance of making it uh, this year? I think there's a lot of good teams, Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals, Brewers, quite strong, Mets. Uh, so I just think we'll miss out by a spot or two. Yeah, I think the the National League this year has so many postseason contenders. And if they don't, if the MLB do decide not to extend the the playoff spots, which I don't think has been confirmed yet, but uh, if it, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not going to. Um, I think without that, I, I just can't see us making the playoffs. I think I'm probably about right with what Fangraphs are predicting, about like seven, eight percent. Um, I hope so. I'd really love us to nab that second wildcard spot and make a. You know, have some exciting late September baseball and into October, but yeah, I think that seven eight percent that Fangas are predicting, I'm probably on the same page. Yeah, that's interesting. So we're all at the very least saying there is a chance. Because I think if you look at teams who are in the third or fourth year of their rebuilds, you'd kind of say they were winning like 60, 70 games at the time, whereas the Giants were actually looking to make that step to at least be five hundred or above. And now I'm going to go to some questions from the guys over at Giants Chat. So I want to say thank you to the admins and members of Giants Chat for providing with these questions for the podcast. So I'll go to Dave first of all. Uh, Daniel Velasquez says, if he can stay healthy, Austin Slater is the team MVP. What are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, if he's healthy, um, that's, that's a good question for Ben because he's just uh, just said that. But yeah, I think I think Slater is going to have a good year, and uh, yeah, I hope he has a good year. To be honest, you know, he's been there and there is just just there, and this could be the year where he just just gets there. Yeah, if he's healthy, he'll be stealing bases and uh, getting on base and then stealing them. So yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, I agree with that. He did a bit of everything last season as well. Like he was stealing bases, hitting for average, playing great defence and uh, hitting for power as well. So the next question or prediction is for Ben. Chris Corbett says, Alex Dickerson does something that no giant has done since Hunter Pence in 2013 and hit 25 or more home runs. I'd be surprised because of platooning. Um, I reckon... If he stays fit and healthy, he might hit 20. Unfortunately, not to be a, a Danny Downer, I think that probably be his max for the year. Okay, I, can, I can see the reasons why there. Um, I think someone will hit more than 25, but just because of the fact he's not in a platoon, I think Stransky's probably got the best chance of doing it from what you were saying there, Ben. Um, the next one is one I'm going to take just because it's something that came up when I was looking for information from the next article for Batflips and Nerds. And Matthew Alves says, if Brandon Crawford stays healthy, Dubon plays gold glove level at centre field. And I know it's a small sample size, but I was looking at StatCast earlier, and he had five outs above replacement, which, to put that into context, was sixth out of 39 qualified centre fielders last season. And the guy who was right ahead of him, a guy who's well-known for being an elite defender in centre field, Kevin Kiermaier was sixth. So that shows you just how good, I know it's a small sample size, but that just shows you how good Dubon was last season. And with more seasoning and more reps at the position, yeah, I'd have to agree with that and say he can get even better as long as he can play enough games there. So the next question we have for Ash is from... Wolf Chan, at least one starter gets traded at the deadline for a decent prospect. So I presume Wolf means a starting pitcher here, Ash. Oh, which one could it be? Well, they're all on such short-term deals. They're all like potential rentals for any contender. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think teams would probably be reticent to take on Cueto's money, even if the Giants have paid half of it by the time that trade goes around. I think it could be someone like Di Sclafani. If the Giants are out of the contention and someone like Di Sclafani is absolutely killing it for us, I think teams would be very happy to pick him up. Um, so, yeah, I think Di Sclafani could be our big trade bait this year, only if the Giants are not doing very well, which we all hope won't be the case. But, yeah, he's my, he's my pick for that. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Also, also we need to factor in Tyler Beedy coming back in May as well. He's someone who could play into the rotation later in the season. Fingers crossed if, say, Aaron Sanchez can stay healthy as well, then that makes someone like Adi Sclafani definitely a valuable trade ship. And I'm going to go on a slightly different tack for the next one because I think we will be all in agreement on this one. So if anybody disagrees, please speak up. Uh, Wolf Chan predicts that... We'll, Heliot Ramos will be on the Giants in 2021. Uh, is there anyone who thinks differently for any reason? Or anyone who wants to play no. devil's advocate? Not from me. I, I, I'm in agreement. I think we'll see Ramos before the end of the year. We, we've all loved, I think we've all fallen in love with him this spring. We want to see some more of him. <laughs> Even if you play devil's advocate and say that he gets injured at some point, you're probably still going to see him in September. Okay, I'll add on a follow-up question to that in that case, then. Uh, do all three of you think he'll be up by uh, post-All-Star break, so say end of July, or do you think it's more of a September call-up kind of situation? And I'll go to Ash and then Ben then Dave in that order. I think it's going to depend largely on how the Giants are doing results-wise. I think if, if we're not even close to 500 by the all-star break. Um, why not bring him up, you know, give him as much time as possible. Um, you know, give the fans something to, to be excited about. We all, we want to see Ramos. Um, but uh, yeah, I think more likely a September call up because he's only hit, a, he's only played a few games above double a, he's going to want more triple a time this year. So probably September I'm leaning on. We're going to see a September call up for Ramos. I think also September call-up, he carries on at his current pace, current trajectory. Uh, I think the only way we see him up around the All-Star break is if he uh, completely completely starts ripping the cover off the ball and puts up numbers that even, you know, he's predicted quite highly, but even if he puts up numbers better than predicted, it's the only way I think we'll see him play his way into the team. Even if they have injuries, they'll find a way to, to do without him until September, uh, probably looking at the service time. Yeah, I agree with everything they said. I think if they're doing badly, they might bring him up. Maybe injuries is another reason that he might possibly get up a bit early. But yeah, we're going to be looking towards the end of the season, I would say. That's interesting. So I'm actually in disagreement with all of you on this one. Basically because I think he's going to mash in double A, force the situation, force his way up to Sacramento fairly quickly. And I can see a trade or two happening in terms of outfielders as well. So I think they'll either DFA or look to move Stephen Duggar as an example, and maybe someone else like we've mentioned rough earlier on as well. And the final prediction comes from Eric Nathanson of Torturecast. He says at least three guys will hit 20 home runs this year, maybe even four. So I'll go in reverse order this time. Dave, Ben and Ash, what are your thoughts, please? Uh, so that was, well, we're going to get three people hit more than 20 home runs. Uh, yeah, maybe we will see it. You know, new dimensions. Uh, we've got power bats now. You know, we've got hitting that we haven't had for a while. So yeah, what Flores, Dickerson, Yaz, Belt, yeah, I could, they'll all be up and around there, I reckon. Uh, good to get a question from Eric, big fan of the Torchcast podcast. Uh, I think we, I think it's definitely possible. I think Flores is a guy. I think Dickerson, if he gets enough playing time, Longoria even, um, and of course my new favourite player, Austin Slater, if he gets enough playing time, I think they could all do plus twenty. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm torn in two minds here. We've got the new, the way the park played last year was so much better for home runs. Um, we've got our power bats now, guys like Belt, Dickerson, Yaz, Flores, Longoria. But they've just been talking about how the ball this year is going to be a deader ball. Um, and I'm wondering if that might just chip away at the Giants' chances to have at least three guys hit 20 homers. I still think I'm in. I think I'm in agreement with the group. I think we're going to have three guys hit more than 20 homers, um, but I think it'll be close. I don't think it'll be. I don't think we're going to have a guy. You know, we're not going to have guys hitting 30 homers uh, very regularly. Hopefully, get one one of them. But yeah, uh, I hope the dead the dead ball, as this as they're calling it, doesn't uh, kill our chances at seeing multiple guys with 20 plus homers. I think I think they'll do it. 
Yeah, I think I'm in agreement with you all there. I think Ash makes a great point about the dead ball as well, but I think that's kind of evened out by the new Giants' offensive approach, looking at launch angle, looking at taking a pitch in a certain zone kind of thing. So as long as they keep doing that and keep taking that, shall we call it a sensibly aggressive approach, um, I think, yeah, there'll be at least three players who'll hit 20. I wouldn't say more than three, just because the platoon situation might limit uh, at-bats and plate appearances for certain players, which will limit them on how many home runs they'll end up hitting. Okay, that's our episode done. That's another one in the bag. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, be sure to follow us at Splash Hits Pod, and we really want to hear your predictions so we can add it to our list and we can chalk it up at the end of the season. Um, so we want to hear, you know, who you guys think is going to hit the most home runs, most stolen bases, most war, most innings pitched, who's going to be the MVP, that sort of thing. Listen through the podcast and uh, let us know your thoughts. Um, me and Charlie are busy cooking up some article ideas for Batflips and Nerds. We're both writing over over with their team. Um, Charlie, have you got any any things in the works? Yeah, thanks, Ash. At the moment, my article on one statistic to focus on for every Giants infield positional player who's like to make the open day rosters up. So, for instance, uh, one that I do struggle with was Kirk Casale, but I noticed in two out of his three best seasons, he had a flat, high fly ball percentage, which, and his last season was the highest that he had in that stat, which means he's joined a launch angle evolution. He's looking to hit the ball at a higher angle in order to drive the ball and hit for more average. Uh, And then I've got the outfield part of that coming up in a few days. And yeah, please have a read and let me know at baseball, at baseball, Chaz, what your thoughts are on that. Perfect. Yeah. We look forward to seeing that. Definitely. Um, I've just recently had a piece on bat flips and nerds about the three guys I've fallen in love with in Giants camp this spring. Um, we've all been laxing, wa- oh, laxing, waxing lyrical about Mr. Ramos today. Um, and I, I also share the love in my most recent piece for bat flips. So be sure to check us out over there. And um, yeah, we'll all say goodbye. That, that's goodbye from me. And that's goodbye from him. <laughs> and goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Thank you again for listening, everybody. We'll see you again next time. Bye, guys.